What's up, everyone? And welcome back to Week 12's Daily Fantasy Sports Picks and Bets. It's the mix. Powered by Mayo Media Net here on YouTube and presented by Jock Market. Download the Daily Fantasy app for free. Use the promo code MMN for free. And they're going to match that first hundred bucks. And it's more than enough money to get some work done in the JM streets. What's up, everyone? It's your host, the big dude with the big mouth from the Big Apple. That's Big Johnny Stud at John Legaza on the Bird app. Make sure you check us out also at Mayo Media Network on all your cool social media apps. Do all the rate, reviewing, and subscribing that keeps this machine going. Big thanks to everyone out there, all the ladies and gentlemen, kind of sharing this experience with us, this awesome NFL season, all the fun we're having, money we're making, and I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday. But enough of that, we need more of this. It's the fastest show in NFL, absolutely anywhere. You take that bad boy to the bank. We're doing the three pillars of profit using Run the Sims projections to identify the top scores at each position, then we'll do a little cost analysis, a little cost per point stuff, and some penny stocks, and leave it with some of those alt props. We ended up in the green again on Thanksgiving, starting to get in a little bit of a roll after, wow, man, I just got my turduckins stuffed the last week or so. Let's get into it. The first pillar of profit, it's those blue chips brought to you by Jock Market. Love those lovely ladies and gentlemen. What an awesome game. I'm really set up to have a good one again. So let's get it. It's the QBs top projected by Run the Sims. Get with those ladies and gentlemen as well. They're pretty awesome. Love that app. It's fantastic. So it's Patty Mahomes, Herbert, and Burrow, all projecting above 23, between 23 and 24. So let's call that a wash. Again, remember why jock market, probably at least one greater than sign conventional DFS, because you get to play all of these different players, right? DFS, especially this season, with the lack of offense and only game here and there popping off, and in particular running quarterbacks. If you haven't had the right QB, you could be dead in the water. It's such a shame. Where in jock market, you're allowed to have multiple zeros and still like get to break even, let alone get into the you know the black again, which is what it's all about. So Mahomes, Herbert, and Burrow. You gotta like Mahomes. He's my top guy, of course. The Rams, they're in full surrender mode. Aaron Donald is a full-on beast, but he can only do so much. They just play this. The Rams play a soft zone the entire time. Mahomes does nothing but throw. They're very easy to abandon the run. I don't expect much from. From Pacheco, I expect him to abandon the run, as always, and just kill, kill, kill. This is a Mahomes to Kelsey. Also, Juju has a full practice. I don't know if people be on him first game back. He is the, you know, the zone dicer, right? That's what that's what they do. They're both going to win at the zone. You can't cover them both. Not that the Rams have been able to do that. So it's Mahomes at the top of the board. Then to Herbert against Arizona, sorry, I want to make sure I had that right. Charged in Arizona, of course, we love Herbert. And the Arizona defense has been a bit, it's been up, so up and down. I remember in the beginning of the season, we were on them. Then we kind of picked up on a change. They seem to have reverted again. Last four, this is the Cardinals. It's pretty bad. 30 points per game. I just saw this before for 361 yards almost 5.7 yards per play. Those are all in the bottom eight. Not that the Chargers are doing much better. They've been pretty bad, though. Without Kyler, you know, the, the Cardinals are a mess. And even with a limited Kyler, they're also a mess. I really wouldn't be looking to get there. Chargers, as we know, are much worse on the ground. People are going to be chasing Connor. We could talk about that, but I just, he's not explosive enough for me, so I'm not going there. Cardinals defense weak on the ground. Also, Against the pass, 105 passer rating allowed, but it's limited, 222 yards a game, 24 completions per game. Again, not great, but the high percentage allowed 
by completions, again, where is that going to lead you to the really high zone coverage? Arizona up over 77% zone in the last four. You know, that's really what you're going to see, right? This is the... That X's and O stuff we've been talking about, too high shell, forcing teams to play in. But, you know, the too high shell is only going to keep you from getting slaughtered to the back end. It allows a lot of stuff up front when you're not very talented like Arizona isn't. So you got to think Herbert is going to dink his dunk his way, but Williams is out, so you got to like what? Keenan Allen, right? So it's putting the, the narrative together. So I like Mahomes. I do like Herbert. As much as I like Joey Burrow and the cigar picks in the fur coat, I think I'm going to get away from Burrow just because I'm really not trying to tempt Tennessee. They're really, really, really good on defense. Last four games, top of the board, almost everywhere. 14 points a game, 311 yards, 4.5 yards per play allowed. Positive 0.10 EPA per snap. I mean, opponents only having 25 yards per drive. Really awesome. Allowing scoring drives 23% of the time. Smashing runs. Opposing running backs sub three yards per carry. Sub three quarters of a yard before contact per rush. Man, put that in your pipe and smoke it. That's turned into a bit of a pass funnel. But again, it's really weird. Let's try and add a little bit of context to it. People I know they really like this stuff. So because you can't run against the Titans, they allow the most attempts that's up at 45 which translates into yards per game at 250 and a lot of completions but 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 big shaking but the completion percentage down below 59 opposer passer rating at 79 those things are not really good because they're able to get 41 percent pressure rate with only eight percent blitz they are one of those teams running the too high coverage tennessee at the top of the board 40 percent of the time running the too high coverage but they have figured it out okay so tennessee philadelphia people are the teams that understand the usage, right? If you're going to be playing the deep shell, you have to create pressure up front without using the extra personnel to do it, right? So how do you do it? You get awesome, you know, these dump truck guys with lightning speed to force lots of pressure up front. So I'm a little worried about Burrow and how he is against pressure. I think he's very good against the Blitz, and he is getting chased back, but he is getting a lot of steam. And if I'm going to fade anyone, it would be against the best defense then it's geno smith against las vegas at 21 and a half points everyone is doing work against the raiders and lamar jackson projected for 20 points against jacksonville i'm a bit worried about that you know lamar man i love lamar he was you know one of my preseason kind of mvp picks one of the guys that i thought you really needed to have if you were going to win this year i was on the running qb thing but it's been really bad the past game for the ravens last four they are one of the you know lowest in dropback percentage straight up so 52 percent pass rate 0.05 epa per snap those are bottom five 6.2 yards per attempt 9.2 yards per completion only three passing tds and he hasn't been very good against his own minus minus 0.19 epa against his own it's been rough and the jacksonville defense is pretty good and they're coming off the bye, you know, the things that we kind of look for, even if it's not so much, oh, you come off the bye and instantly you learn how to play football, but generally you come back healthier, and that's always a pretty big, that's always a pretty big thing. Jacksonville defense had been good, but they had gotten beat up against the pass for distance. They're really tough up front. I don't know if the Ravens have the weapon to Marcus Robinson. I think he got added to the report, but then I think he had a full practice, so he's going to be wheels up, but again, they're pretty limited as far as weapons go i do like mark andrews i think he's going to get it done underneath that zone as well but it's tough to chase jackson for um, conventional dfs where i mean to get at because how low it's it's been right the production just really hasn't been there it's been pretty disappointing you know those 
40-point games we were getting in the beginning of the year just feel like they're pretty far away. Lamar, last couple games, I mean, at 133 through the air against the Saints, 82 on the ground is nice, but then 209 through the air is okay, 31 on the ground to go. I mean, that's not really what you expect from LJ with other quarterbacks really getting it done like that. So I like Mahomes, and I definitely like Herbert. That's going to be more of a dink and dunk. I'm going to mix those two together, probably with a sprinkle of Geno Smith. But I really like Taylor Heineke. We'll get to that in a little bit when we get to the value, guys. On to the running backs. You know, running backs have been really, really important this year. Again, that's part of the answer, right? If we're saying that with the too-high shell, the defense has to complement it with pressure up front, the way to combat that right would be to win at the point of attack and try and run the ball. Sometimes now teams, even if they lose the point of attack, which the sharp teams are doing, this was the Bengals looking at you, using kind of the shotgun and something like counter plays to give them that extra quarter of a second, almost allow the defense to get up and then try and get behind them, you know, around around them. I should say, behind them. Yeah, well, whatever, up, down, around, and behind. So it's Eckler against. The Cardinals, who, again, we covered the defense, not very good right now. And while the Chargers are injured, he's just a target magnet. But I do think he stands to lose a little bit with Keenan Allen. So I can see getting away from Eckler if you have to pay up. But, man, that 24.6 point projection, four points above the next group at 20, right? Jacobs and Henry, Wilson also, and Walker at 19 and a half. So really the entire field of running backs. Eckler really really popping and that really seems to bring in a lot of ownership which then tends to bring in a lot of ipo right because remember jock market has leverages i guess it's built in to it right there's no guessing is what we should say conventional dfs yeah people are mad sharp at these projection algorithms and stuff but nothing's perfect that you can't possibly know you get better at it but you can't know jock market more properly reflects like a fair market whose machinations right the purpose of a market is price finding so it does that for you and it's truly an edge i think because where you have to guess in conventional um jock market tells you what the price right so if the price is low there's no demand because the price is low if the price is high you know demand is inherently high right it's up there so if echo's price goes up it becomes easier for me to pull the plug because i think there are warts right so just how we build those tickets. Jacobs, Henry, Wilson, and Walker in the next grouping. I like the bottom two more than I like the front two, though I think you can always expect the King and Derek Henry to get, you know, to get his work. I think the Bengals have been pretty good against the run as of late last four. Check it out, only 112 yards per game, sub four yards per rush, one and a half yards before contact per rush. I know that last stat is new to people. That is about midway. And remember, the Titans were at 0.7 first. Okay, a bad one would be the Browns, for example, 2.9, 2.9 yards before contact per rush. That's just insane. They're like more than five yards per rush. And again, we'll get into that. I'm surprised Rashad White was not on this. You know, I'd rather get with a guy like him than maybe even a guy like um, Jacobs. I really worried about the Raiders always imploding. And again, we've seen the Seattle defense really improve. Last four for them, 120 on the ground, sub four yard per rush. They're also right there, 0.66 yards before contact per rush. That's the Seahawks, and a pretty good reason to get away from Jacobs, who's not really explosive. So there's just a pathway to get away from Eckler, away from Jacobs, away from Henry. 
as those top-end guys. I'd much rather have Wilson with Mostert out and Ken Walker, who could pop those big runs. And we mentioned the Vegas defense is very poor, 150 yards a game, 4.8 yards per rush, 2.19 yards before contact per rush, and six rushing touchdowns in the last month. So I'd rather have the bottom end there for the blue chip running backs. We can do the um, wide receivers quick, I think, because it ties into the quarterbacks. Right, Allen is going to be a PPR beast. He and DeAndre also PPR beast against that Charger defense of the only two wideouts projected above 20. Then you go down to Tyreek Hill at 18. Now, of course, he's the most interesting player because he's probably the best wide receiver in the league, you know, but the worry with the gigantic spread is if he gets scripted out, right? Because we know that that's certainly on the table. But it's also, well, if they are up by 14, is he the one to do it? Check it out, Tyreek Hill, last four games, running a route on 85% of dropbacks. That's 28 targets, earning 24 receptions for 375 and two. An unbelievable nine targets per game, eight receptions per game, buck 25 per game, 138 air yards per game. That's near the top of the league. 29% of the team targets, 46% of the team air yards. And Tariq Hill always in play, especially against, you know, Houston, who is not very good. They normally get a lot of attention for being so poor against the run which we know it's not that the past game has been very good it just doesn't get it because they people don't get the volume right 105 opposer pass rating allowed 68 percent completion 12 and a half yards per reception hill is might eat but it only turns into 14 completions on 20 attempts for a buck 55 because opposing teams are always up so far and with kyle allen playing you know that might not change so hill has a pop to always be at the top but it's hard to pay for you know in jock market i think he's gonna be low owned in conventional so he might be a play there again Higgins is going to be really tough I love Higgins but with Chase back you can see him having his work eaten into and again the Tennessee Titan man they're really good I know those pass stats are there but again remember there's going to be pressure that's the, the chalk I'm fading and it'll probably be at my own detriment looking at you Kirk Cousins of course I was the guy who got dunked on for going up against Kirk Cousins in prime time these things happen Seattle going up against Las Vegas Raiders and Devontae Adams who again tip I had tipped a Adams, not that I ever thought he wasn't. Excellent. I thought maybe the volume he got against Sertine the first time around was a bit, not say fluky, but, you know, he was 9 for 100, which just means they were pounding him, pounding him, pounding him. No touchdowns, nothing really explosive, and then he went completely nuclear. The Seattle defense has been very good. I'm not really trying to tempt him with how bad the Raiders have been playing. So wideouts, it's Allen for PPR, Hopkins for PPR, Hill for conventional, and then I'd be going in other direction. We'll talk about some value plays with the penny stocks. Tight ends, it's Kelsey Andrews or nothing at all. Everett is projected for 12. Everyone else is just way off the giant tier. Andrews at 15, Kelsey at 20 because of those zone stats that I mentioned, right? The Rams are running the most zone against anybody with these very, they just allowing everything. So you can get with Mahomes, all they do is throw. Kelsey is the zone beater. Even with Juju back, Kelsey's in line for one of these multiple touchdown games. So if you're into like those big odd props, Kelsey multiple TD game. These are the days, these are the days that he does it because they're just, they just run zone and he just plops in the zone, right, he catch and release, the Rams are aggressive up front, like I mentioned before, those kind of X and O punch to counter punch, so yeah, Kelsey and Andrews for sure, boom, 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 there are your blue chips, brought to you by Jock Market, if you picking up what we're putting down and maybe you learned something, hey man, please uh, press the like button, stick those cartoon fingers up inside me, you know, rate, review, and subscribe, audio stuff, and um, you know, five-star reviews as we're getting to the end of the season, or... Probably the best thing ever if you want the show back next year, right? I mean, that's 
that's how we get the Bills paid right here. So, all right, man, let's get the ball into the red zone with the penny stocks. Got some good values, but first, let me just take a quick breath, please. Okay, let's get it. Second, pillow profit. This is where I know a lot of the followers out there are going to be munching, and I think especially in jock market, that's the key. I really think the blue chip section plays well to conventional stuff. I mean, trying to hit the nuts in jock markets is just fine, but it becomes very difficult if you have to pay upward. If any of those players that you like end up coming in single digits, you go get them. But oftentimes they're up in the 12 13 14 Like Mahomes might be $15, $16. It just becomes tough to be the top player. Yes, I think he could be, and he stands out, one of the best players of the generation, but still. All right, let's do the penny stocks here. Brought to you by Jock Market. We're taking... The same run, the same projections, but using set DK salaries to find the best players on a cost per point, using then projections and IPO to come up with the best values, two QBs, three RBs, five wide receivers, a tight end, and a partridge. In a pair tree, it's Geno Smith, Taylor Heineke, the QBs. Smith projected for over 20 points at $6. Anytime you run into a sub-300 cost per point, you got to think about that, about what that means. If you're following the show, you know what's up. This is where it's at, people. Remember, these are like median projections. So if you are able to get your cost per point to 250, right? 250, that being the ideal number, because 250 median projection gets you to 200 points, which is basically a win. You know, if you're playing head-to-head, it's an absolute win. You're going to win a lot of tournaments outright or finish in the money, in high money, with a 200. And that's a median, and you hope to be able to go over. So keeping your cost per point low, balancing it with guys that can hit top end is probably the way to win conventional in jock market, remember, all these plays stand on their own. So without knowing the IPO, it almost doesn't matter because it's so close. Every half point, every yard matters so, so much. So it ends up coming down to the IPO where, like the true market, this game is played around the margins. Let's get it. So, Gino, I'm a bit worried about the ceiling against Vegas, but I do think it's there. I think we're going to see more Kenneth Walker than anything. We know he's good for the pop plays, but Seattle, healthy, coming off the bye is probably in a great spot. Gino, 13%. Ownership is really nice. IPO, not so much. $8 is a little bit scary, not so cheap. Terrell Heineke, you got to love the matchup against the Falcons. Terrell is back. I'm not sure if it's going to matter. Like, he was playing in the beginning, and they were really bad. So the way Heineke goes after McLaurin, who hasn't come up, and he's not on this board either, but somebody you got to look at. He's, there's so many values this week. That's where I'm really going to be living. So Heineke projected at 19 for 5.3. It has the same cost per point as Geno, but the 3% ownership is only a fraction of that. And the 580 IPO is a fraction of the IPO for Geno. So really, it's Heineke greater than sign across the board. The Atlanta defense has, I mean, they are really bad. Just That's just the worst passing stats. There is. It's improved a little bit as of late, but we know they have just gotten torn up. Again, I expect them to be a little bit with Terrell. They happen to take the air out of the ball by running it so much. That's the key to a lot of their defense, but I do think they're going to get touched up through the air. We know Heineke hyper-focusing on McLaurin to the running backs. Rashad White with Fournette out, super chalk. This says 21%. I think it's going to be higher than that. Eat this chalk. Like, eat the chalk sometimes. I don't know. Sometimes people, I think maybe that's an older look at DFS. Eat it, eat it. Eat it. Some, win. It's a 19 parlay. 
you're going to be the same in one spot as everybody. Fine, because Rashad White's most likely going to be really good. We know he's good on both sides of the ball. And Brown, defense against the run, terrible, 134 yards a game, more than five yards per rush, almost three yards before contact per rush, like I mentioned before. Those are like worst in the league to Jeff Wilson with Mostert out against Houston. We know Houston is terrible against the run as well. Again, just eat the, just eat this chalk. You go get with this chalk. And if these IPOs are correct, then you go after a two. Houston, last four games, 200 yards a game, 41 attempts, almost five yards per rush, 1.7 yards before contact per rush, and six touchdowns. So don't avoid that. Go with Wilson, both sides of the ball. Miami offense is projected for like a 30-point team total, highest on the slate, no problem. If Wilson's only 727 IPO, smash it. If Rashad White's only 653 IPO, smash it. Same for P. Ryan below Um. Joe Mixon out. Again, I think he's the easiest to feed, as good as Tennessee's been, but he does catch balls, and he caught touchdowns, so he's getting targeted in a red zone, but don't think Tennessee and the entire DFS playing world doesn't know it. So I'd be it's easier for me, again, just to get away from the Bengals, let other people chase that. Wide receivers, it's Keenan Allen, Zay Jones, Greg Dortch, Garrett Wilson, and Julio Jones. Right now, it starts to get a little bit interesting. Keenan Allen is on both boards. So if a player, again, if you're following the show, we've had very good success when players come up on the blue chips and the penny stock as a player with potential for the top finish. That's also one of the top values. Just go get with them. Allen, 20.7 projection, 6.1 salary, sub 300 cost per point, and the high projection. But so what? If the IPO is true, 522 IPO, this is where you're going to get paid. Everybody, I'm telling you, download the Jock Market app, use the promo cash if you haven't done it yet. This is the spot to do it on the main slate with people not paying attention for Thanksgiving. Keenan Allen, Rashad White, I mean, Taylor Heineke, sub $6 plays or where you want to be. They have a chance to return all the way. And if you have a sprinkle of all of them and one of them hits, you're really going to end up doing nice. That's how I've done so well in jock market. I'm worried about Zay Jones. I think I'm starting to get away from Zay Jones. I like Christian Kirk. Baltimore also, they've been very good on defense, but they play a lot of zone. And it's been Kirk by a mile. He's like the double the other team target leaders when it comes to the zone. So I'm going to get off Zay Jones. <laughs> People have been chasing him all year. Dorch at sub $3 IPO. He hasn't practiced, but they're still calling him questionable. So it's a finger. It's something that I guess if they say it's okay, or they find a way to wrap it or glove it or bandage it or something, he could play. So I don't want to wipe him off the board against the Chargers. Cardinals are going to be behind, and we know the Dorch roll is crazy good with Rondale Moore out. So the 9.5 projection is probably low if he plays at 3.1. You're going to have a hard time doing much better than that. Again, remember, if you dial up the points expected, you have to dial down the cost per point, making him a better value. Garrett Wilson, I think that's where you want to be. I, the entire world's going to be on him again, reflected in the high projection. But with a $4 IPO, we've seen him go off. And, you know, it's a shame Zach Wilson's terrible for the Jets. Magic Mike is not, and he's not great, but he can run a functioning offense. He's going to take the layup plays. The Jets have good skill players. Expect Michael Carter, expect Garrett Wilson to catch a lot of balls. The Chicago defense is not good. This is not 1985. Chicago defense, last four, allowing 35 points per game, 6.4 yards per play, minus .22 EPA per snap on defense. Those are all dead last. Opponents have 40 yards per drive, scoring on about half of their drives. And the past has been terrible. Dead last in opposer QB rating at 117. Bottom five in completion percentage allowed at 72. 12.4 yards per reception, minus .54 EPA per dropback. These numbers are all 
hole near the bottom. Expect white to just caught. I mean, that sounds crazy. I hope someone's gonna cut this. I'm gonna look stupid. I mean, I've been losing anyway, so I'm not hard to make look dumb. Not like I care because. You know, listen, if, if you're like just being live in betting markets, doing this for long enough shows like what you're made of because it's process, right? There's a reason why people don't make fun of me when I lose because we do it the right way, right, everyone? And that's why the Mayo Media Net family is so sharp and, you know, out there and can be out there without getting abused because, you know, we wear it on a sleeve. So, you know, this is the process. This is how you get to it, people. Put yourself in a strong probabilistic scenario using a balanced leverage approach. And here's the best way to make money is use free cash. So download the promo uh, Julio Jones against Cleveland is going to do some work. I like Godwin better. The volume has not been there for Jones. And then Logan Thomas, again, probably a really good spot in DK. I think he's the best value. If you don't go Kelsey or you don't go Andrews, Thomas is the only guy I'm looking for. He is a target hog. The Atlanta defense can be beaten. And at 3K, you know, you're not going to do much better. 4% projection, $2 IPO, chalk Logan Thomas up across the board. All right, those are your penny stocks. Kimi Heineke, all the running backs, White, Rashad White and Jeff Wilson. Love Keenan Allen, love Garrett Wilson, and love Logan Thomas. All right, ball is in the go-to-go scenario, in case you didn't know. All right, let's punch this bad boy in the end zone so we get some dance moves going. I got some plus money props as always. Let's get this thing done, the thing that we do. But first, let the big man catch a big breath. All right, third pillar of profit. Let's get it done. We got your conventional DFS. We got your jock market. Now we got you in the betting window. Let's do it. I think we covered everybody here, and I think it's probably important to do so. I was thinking about that, right? By the time we get to the prop plays by the time we've gotten there you're hoping to the things even in this short amount of time that i have to try and cover so much information that these are the plays that have stuck out so i mentioned christian kirk again right off the bat let's run through the places so so it's christian kirk over 80 yards these are all props remember people i'm dumb i'm not playing my excuse me i'm not playing minus 110 props this season why the win percentage you need to carry that load it just hasn't been there. Their offense is not prolific. have been prolific enough. What have we noticed? When a matchup is advantageous, teams are going to it over and over and over and over and over, and you're getting more ceiling, like guys having ceiling games, right? So I'd rather take advantage of what I feel is the misprice of going up 10 yards for a prop, but getting, you know, oh God, just exponentially better odds, right? And needing a much lower win percentage, to hit these things. And to me, again, that's how you stay in the market. Like, I don't like to deposit. I don't know who's going to win. I don't snap the ball. I don't throw the ball. The best I could do is, you know, detailed analysis, using things that we know work, and then being smart about risk deployment. And that's the best, you know, the stuff I like to leave with everybody there. So, well, there's a betting lesson before. You know, that's usually the last thing. Feather in the cap, rate review, and subscribe, all that good stuff. Because, again, that's really what matters, right? The, the things that you could take that you could use going forward. So it's Christian Kirk over 80 yards plus one. 94, love that. Keenan Allen over 90 yards plus 184, right? Stop me when you don't like these. Mark Andrews in that same Jaguar game over 80 yards plus 162. Terry McLaurin plus 80 yards at plus 194. He's one of my favorite ladder props. His 90 yard is like 230, but I didn't want to be greedy. I said 194 is nice enough. Let's not get gassed up, you know. And lastly, one rush prop. It's Kenneth Walker at 90. Now, we basically talked about all this stuff. The Ravens run just a ridiculous amount 
of zone coverage. And Kirk is by far the target leader when it comes to zone. We've seen some progression from Trevor Lawrence. I like him personally. But it's been slow for him. Maybe a little bit slower than we thought, especially in some critical spots. The place he's looked comfortable is going to Kirk. So I think that'll be the only thing he sees, pretty much. Because, again, we mentioned Baltimore has improved since they brought in Raekwon, right? He's kind of been like a steadying force in the middle there. And that's been the change for Baltimore. Kirk, when they moved him around, that's those are the games the Jaguars have won. So I like Kirk. I think it'll be a volume play. But also you get a little bit of yak. So that's always a pop. Meaning if we get our we get ourselves to you know fifty five at the very last drive, we're gonna have a shot at it. So we want that. Mark Andrews is gonna get volume to death. We mentioned the Jacksonville defense already. You can get to them through the air. They're allowing two hundred and seventy through the air, thirteen yards per reception. I mean, Andrews is the only target. He's the main target. I think it was a 6 for 65 in his return game. I, I don't know how to say it doesn't go over 80. This is one of those. He's another good ladder play. So Andrews over 80 at 162. Keenan Allen, we mentioned, he's back. Mike Williams is out, and he's just like the, you know, the target monster looking to soak it up. Arizona has been rough, and we talked about that. They So Arizona plays a ton of zone, but they also run a lot of blitzes. So what happens is when they don't get there, they get smoked, right? I guess that's kind of the the, the cliff notes on them. So I think we're going to get that a, f- a few times. We even saw Allen look against some juice, which is weird. You know, that if he's back, he said he wasn't going to come back, at least he was fully healthy. So if you're getting Keenan Allen with juice, and it's not just Keenan Allen catch radius plus fall, he goes over 90 plus 184. Love those odds. Again, we mentioned McLaurin, and last is Walker, I think we'll see Seattle look to hammer the rock against a Raider Rushdie that has really struggled. 151 yards per game, four and three quarter yards per rush, more than two yards before contact per rush, and six scores. 38 yards per drive, more than three minutes per drive. This is the Raiders' last four, six yards per play, 377 yards per game. The Raiders' defense, not very good. And we know Walker can explode. So I think we got one of those explosive rushes we haven't seen in a couple weeks. Give me Walker over 90 at plus 154. Quick back of the napkin math. Can we hit two and break even? I think if we get McLaurin and Kirk, this ticket is free. And then you get the third one, you're in the money. And that's really right. That's third one, you'd be lovely in the money. And by the time, if I can get to the Patreon page, which again, I have not ignored. I just, this week is nuts. I got magazine deadlines dropped on me, family stuff that's just, you know, people hope to understand that. It's free, and that's always going to be the work that just doesn't get prioritized, right? I have, And I hope people will understand that, that if I ever go live paying for Patreon, you would then be prioritized, right? I have to prioritize the people that pay. We know people pay at the, at the Athletic. You know, people are paying for these shows, and they're going to, I'm never going to shortchange it. I'd rather not do something and explain why, then do multiple things not up to snuff, right? This show rocks. The athletic stuff rocks. And I'm going to keep it that way. The Patreon stuff rocks. And you know what? I'd rather there be a hole in the work than work not be any good. And, you know, so that's my kind of mea culpa there. Let's wrap this up with the big head shot. Thank you all for picking up what we're putting down here at Mail Media Net. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Make sure you download Jock Market. You know, that it's the future, I think, of these daily games. People being tired of getting brutalized. <laughs> you know, losing all the time. And there are 
sure people that make money in DFS. It's not my intention to say it can't be done. But it's really hard. The percentage of people that do it is extremely low. Right? And the same for betting. And I don't think that's the case for jock market if you're playing smart. Because you have so many outs. And because without your own doing, check this out, this will be our last feather in the cap, right? Without your own doing, every play has a chance to hit for progressive. Meaning, if you play props, right, you could bet the minus 110. If you want exposure to the latter, you have to take away from the minus 110 and play for the plus 80, plus 90, plus 100. You could hit one, you could hit all, you could hit none. Jock market, the singular play looking for the small hit, has the progressive win included. Right, so it runs on its own without you having to put down extra on it. And that's really at the core of it. Why you can have multiple zero. Like I, 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 I'm usually so good at documenting. I'm the guy handicapper that only talks about losing. You have multiple losses. Like in fact, you could have like fifty percent of a ticket of be straight up losses. And if the rest of it did well enough, because again, you could litter the top of the leaderboard, which is again something we've done before. Right, have tons of misses, but then have three players in the top ten. And if you have three players in the top ten, you're going to float to a ticket. And straight up conventional, not the case. I mean, how many times have you had the best player, the best two players, and you're still going home with not a zilch zero? So, you know, that that's that's really the advantage to jock market in a nutshell. Producers, you know, cut that one up and send that over to the people there because that's the best you're going to do. That's the truth. Man, give yourself outs, give yourself options, and allow yourself to get that pay on the same bet. Boom, bam, bam, bam. Feathers in the cap. Nuance and context pouring out the nose. Everyone, I hope you enjoyed Thanksgiving. Me, I'm locked into the Christmas season, but whether it's whatever your, you know, belief or holiday, just make sure you're getting fulfilled. You know, whether any of that stuff is your bag. I don't want to get down that road with anybody. I don't want to push anything on anyone other than separate from gambling sometimes. Find something else you enjoy. Like, even if it's sleeping. Seriously. Even if it's like sleeping for sport. Get yourself rested. Go work out. Get yourself some sleep, you know, before you go back. Because that that is the key to sustainability. And, you know, my, my work is always going to revolve around keeping you in the arena with me. All right, yo. I catch you all soon. We got the Monday night game right around the corner. I think we're about to make some money in this jock market slate. Enjoy your games. Enjoy your day, and when we're done with the book, enjoy that pay. Remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck, yo. Peace.